Forgotten Liam versus Evil. It's been one of those kind of days. I went out. So it started off well. I got up this morning. Took long to work because I'm having to do it now because she works fucking miles away. Came back, went to the gym first thing this morning. Still doing it, by the way. If she's any of you that can't believe it, I am still there pumping iron. Uh, still not seen any gains yet, but I think it takes a wee while before that actually happens. So everything was fine this morning. Came back here, came back to my house, sitting, you know, tidying up the house a wee bit. I think I've tidied up really well. Lauren will think that I've done nothing, but I have. I, I have tidied up. Um, got a bit tired in the afternoon. Ended up having a wee nap by accident. And then... Had to go up to the the doctors just to check out my neck. You know, if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, you've known I have had come some stitches and whatnot in my neck. I just went up, going to have a look at it, doc, just to see that it's all fine and good, and then I can resume back to work, which I have done. So that's Thursday's my first day back. But going into the pharmacy, he gave me this this kind of cream just to put on, just to help it heal, just finally heal. Going to the, 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 the pharmacy to wait my stuff, standing, you're not standing next to the person to tell because obviously he's picking up a prescription. I'm not going to like be listening. I mean, he has to see his address. He has to say like potentially get instructions on how to put on it, maybe penis cream, I don't know. I'm going to stand back and give him some privacy. Like, you know, people do in that shop, this fucking old cunt just powers straight in and straight up to the till and just stands there. And then she has to come out and kind of give this guy his medicine, like, when he's standing at the till, and then she knows that I'm next, but she serves him anyway. And I knew that I was next, and I said, fuck all, I just stood there getting seething, just looking at this wee old fat fucker. I'm like, where the hell are you playing it? So then I was like, right, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then I went out, and I went into... Um, <laughs> Liddles, and I'm getting Liddles, and I'm trying to get stuff for, for dinner tonight. I'm going to be cooking long Cajun chicken pasta, which is a one of my um, specialities. It sounds simple. It is simple, but it's fucking delicious. The amount of people that are just fucking fanning about in that shop that I just couldn't get past them at all. They're just standing in stupid places. They're just fucking their kids. They're always paying for my stuff, right? You know what Liddles is like? That wee funny wee meme that says, like, oh, what do you do after you, you, you beep the, the item through the scanner? I fuck it at the customer. Perfect, you're hired. You know how fast they throw your stuff through at Liddles, right? So I'm standing there, right, and I'm trying to bag all my stuff and I've started to pay for it. The guy next to me, with his son, comes right through and stands, like, genuinely next to me as if the three years were together. The wee boy's, like, leaning on the card machine. I'm, like, gonna get fucking after that. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm going to put my card in and use my pin so that I can make a point to tell them to get the fuck away from me. I never used contact list and then just went out the door. But still... It's, you know, there's nobody grew up with manners. And that's another point. There was a fucking way in there. Like, how... I thought... I was under the impression that kids went back to school on Monday. There's still kids fucking about in my street. And that's what I've got to say about kids. They annoy the shit out of me. Anyway. <laughs> I think I'm about ready to go back to work. <laughs> Welcome to Scotland Liam vs. Evil. Episode 106. I'm Liam. And, and I am fit to be tied. <laughs> I'm Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that went from zero to sixty awfully quickly. Yeah, well, sometimes you just need to let it out. Do you feel better? A wee bit. On a scale of one to ten, how much better do you feel? One nodule. Mm. My favourite was when you told us that that's why you hated kids, although you had never mentioned kids until three seconds before that. <laughs> no, I don't have a lot of reasons why I hate kids. I just don't like them. Fair play. Fair play. How are you? I'm alright. How are you? How <laughs> oh, you sound it? That that four minute fucking rant there made you sound alright. Yeah, but now it's off out my system. I'm good to go. Good to talk about this amazing movie then. Well. The <laughs> <rants>. <laughs> <laughs> so this week is my pick, uh, and it is the 
uninvited or uninvited. I keep calling it the uninvited, but apparently that's like 32 other movies. Yeah, but that happens though, doesn't it? You, you name something that's supposed to have a that in front of it, people are going to put a that in front of it. Like uh, the Misfits aren't called the Misfits, are they? No. See, and eels, they're called the eels, they're not called the eels, and I think they're quite pretentious. They would probably call you out on it if you said to them, oh, you're the eels? No, we're eels. I, but, but it's weird if you're at work and somebody's like, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to see eels. Yeah, it Why? doesn't make sense. It's like they've done it on yeah. purpose just to be dicks. <laughs> just to make everybody think you're away home to play with eels. Pretentious pricks, man. Yeah. Just the same as the people who made this this movie. Do you know you reference eels a lot, like the band? Do I? Yeah, in this podcast, I, I think eels have been referenced, a ha- I guess, a handful of times, which is still way more, <laughs> more times eels than references. It's usually revolving. Did you? Yeah, I seen them. I think it was at Tea in the Park, and I stood for the whole um, their whole set waiting for uh, Mr. E's Beautiful Blues, and they never played it because, like I said, they're pretentious pricks because they knew that's what everybody was waiting for. <laughs> I'm so glad you shoehorned them in a, uh, across 106 episodes just for that little rant there. Yeah. Seems well worth it. Uh, so, Uninvited is from 1988. It's directed by Graydon Clark, who you may know is the director of such amazing black exploitation films as Tom and Black Shampoo. <laughs> I've, not, <laughs> I've never seen either of them, but they both sound incredible. So, oh, that's not the, that's not the one film. That's two films. That's two films. Oh, Tom, just Tom, and and then Black Shampoo. Or oh, Tom and the Black Shampoo would actually be an excellent yeah, film. That's right, it was Tom and the Black Shampoo. <laughs> that's maybe an idea for us. Is it just like a, just like a, like a regular uh, white guy that goes and buys the Black Shampoo and he just washes hair and then boof, afro, and then he just has to fit in? <laughs> I'm glad you took that to that racist level that you took it to. <laughs> it's not, I mean, that's, that's like something that would come out of the 80s or the, the, the 70s and, and they would be the ones that would be in the wrong. I was just saying that's that's, you know... It's a crazy keeper, it could have happened. <laughs> it's a crazy keeper. Do you know you can just sh- like sweep all racism and stuff under the carpet if you just use a cartoon phrase afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just such a silly caper. Okay then. Yeah, but I don't think, it's not, I, see the thing is, you, you throw the term racism around quite a lot and it's not, it absolutely is not. It's like, did you see Twitter getting an absolute meltdown the other day there because a, an MP, uh, I don't know which MP, I think he might even be a Tory MP, but that's, that's besides the point because that's not the issue here. What he said was, um, happy to be back in Glasgow. Always good to see a team wearing green getting pumped six one because Rangers <laughs> beat Hibs, right? Now again, we have talked about football quite a lot again recently in the last couple of years, but just to make anybody outside of Glasgow aware, uh, Glasgow, uh, Rangers and Celtic, uh, Celtic playing green, and they are it's like a rivalry of the two teams, right? Now there is sectarian and bigotry and all this kind of stuff that goes around about it and a lot of hatred, but that. Saying the, the colour green is not sectarian. Saying, uh, you know, like saying that a team that's wearing green gets pumped, that's not sectarian. But the Twitter went fucking crazy trying to like bounce on this guy because he's just like Celtic fans were going mental at this guy who's clearly a Rangers fan and just making his sentence a whole lot worse than it actually was, putting words on it when it shouldn't have been on it. So that's what, what I'm are, saying. What are you doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck are we now talking about this? <laughs> I don't know. The movies you pick are just so straight. I need to find something to talk about. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell, man. <laughs> just a rant about the old firm. I kind of, I get the point that somebody in his position or in his position shouldn't be fucking riling up folk on Twitter. 
Because as soon as you talk about either team, you're going to rile the other mob up. So, you should know better. That's just you should know better as well. Fucking <laughs> yeah. three weeks you've shoehorned football in as well. I take it you're still going to the Rangers games. Um, when I can, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get a, do my best to get a ticket and go on my own, uh, not through work and get steaming. That's it as what, well. do you, what do you wear when you go? Do, do you have a strip? I'm a full kit wanker. Are you actually? No. <laughs> there's no. I was going to say, there's no way you're sitting there in shorts and big socks. <laughs> have you ever looked? Have you ever looked at Twitter and seen or like anything like social media and seen pictures of grown adults being full kit wankers like on holiday and that they're just yes. cunts kicking about in full strips up <laughs> in Benidorm? You're like, wow, that's unreal. A fat but top, I can get it. It's fine if you go to the gym or if you're on a plane because it's comfy or whatever. But even at a push, wearing it just for day to day stuff, right? But full kit is is unless you're actually playing fives, and even then, <laughs> mix and match because you you don't actually play for the team. <laughs> right? Can we talk about this movie or what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is it me as fucking holding us up? <laughs> <laughs> so the synopsis for Uninvited is a sinister corporation loses control of a house cat infected with a genetically engineered virus. The death toll rises during the mutant feline's rampage and eventually it finds its way on board the yacht of a criminal kingpin. We'll play the trailer, which I imagine is almost as good as the film itself. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can get into it. They say cats have nine lives. You have only one. A poisonous cat. Now, how's that possible? You're gonna be richer than your wildest dreams! Nothing's going to keep me from getting to the Caymans. Now start the engine and get us headed for the Caymans. Things are going to bite us and we're all going to die a Uninvited, starring George Kennedy and Alex Cord. You'll never look at a cat in the same way again. <laughs> You'll never look at a cat the same way again. This is the tagline for this movie. <laughs> what was the other one that was on the poster? Uh, a cat has nine lives, you only have one. <laughs> I so hope that's in the trailer as well. <laughs> Oh man, this movie starts in the uh, the studios that bring up Amazing Movies Presents. That's a bit presumptuous, isn't it? I'll be the judge. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yes, of course. Um, wait, no. See, I watched this on Amazon. This is an Amazon, isn't it? Oh yeah. If you haven't seen it. Uh, you can catch it right now on Amazon Prime Video in the UK. So probably in the US, or you maybe be able to find it in some bargain bin somewhere for like 75 pence. I have written here, why was this movie given a 4K restoration? But I don't, it wasn't 4K, was it? It's not, it's nah. just as shitey old as the way it was made originally. <laughs> is that is that the standard of, so yeah. it's either 4K or shitey old? It's, it, it goes black and white, shitey old, digital. I, I don't, alright, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. 
that's my scale. And then 4K, obviously. Right, okay. All right. Uh, so this, this is shitey old? This is shitey old, yeah. Right, so when when's the line between shitey old and whatever your next level was? Um, Like 2004, I think. Was and you think, movie... that, you think that's quite new, but see if you go back and watch like early 2000s movies, especially if they've got CGI in them, you're like, wow, that's, yeah. that really is still shitty. <laughs> right, okay. So there, was there any was there a movie in particular that created the line? That brought it out of shitey old into... It's, I think it's somewhere in the middle of the X-Men series. Right, okay. Of course. <laughs> uh, right, so now... This so this this starts right. This starts with two scientists. They're doing experiments on a cat, right? And fucking the, the cat that they're, they're working on escapes because these two clowns like <laughs> fucking just useless at what they're doing, right? But when the cat escapes, they go after it with fucking hazmat suits. Those two scientists were about to were touching it with bare hands a minute ago. Why the hell do you now need hazmat suits just because it's run out onto the stairs? Maybe the outside oxygen. Once that touches the cat, the cat becomes like. Seriously contagious, so they had to wear hazmat suits to catch it outside. It's science, man. <laughs> yeah. Science. It quite quickly shows you what it's all about. This movie, because it's like my second note. I've got two laughing emojis. What in the holy fuck is this? A demon <laughs> cat erupted from the cat. <laughs> like it sicks up a demon cat <laughs> from inside. From the inside, main cat. Yeah, from inside the, the scientist cat, the, the the ginger cat. This demon cat jumps out. This puppet cat. <laughs> But then that's good. So that that's the marker for saying, right? Now you know what you're in for. Just shut your brain off and enjoy the ride. So the 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 hazmat suit guys, the security, and the two scientists who apparently the scientists are like the the, the bosses in here, whatever. So anyway, because they run out, and so far by the way, in this movie, so far this is like five minutes in, everything's top notch. Screenplay, script, <laughs> the acting. Give me your gun. <laughs> He just takes the gun after the security guard who just gives the scientist his gun and they go shooting at the cat. How? Who, by the way, is now a normal cat again? Now, I already don't understand this. You don't understand the fact that, obviously, when it's a, a mutant cat, it'll look like it has practical effects on it and when it's not, it'll just be a cat. Yeah, but why is it sucking up a demon cat? And then why is it, like a, then it turns, when it's not attacking people, it turns into a regular ginger cat again. You don't find out until like three quarters of the, the movie what they're saying actually happens. You're just assuming that this each demon cat, because it's, it's happening again already, it's sucking up a new demon cat, or are they multiplying? Or is it just the one that erupts it's, out that lives? It's the, it's the one that erupts out, because you see it going back in. See, you don't see it going back in until way later on. At this point, all you see is just the ginger cat just er, like erupting new cats. Everything right, do you think is, is that like a demon cat, but it also turns into the ginger cat when it's not attacking people, and then it erupts a new one, or is it the same ginger cat that just erupts multiple demon cats? So, what are, what are you upset at that the fact that the first five minutes show you the demon cat coming out of the cat, but then them not actually telling you everything about it then and there? What's the point in them there being a movie? It might as well be a six-minute short. They explain that, and that's it done. But I'm upset about the science, basically. What? Don't ever be upset about movie science. Because they not just made it a demon cat instead of like a, a an erupting demon cat. No. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that doesn't. You tell me that this this normal cat can just kick about normal, right? Like be like a fluffy uh-huh. ginger cat. Well, it's holding this cat-sized demon cat inside it that it sicks up whenever it wants to kill people, and then it just swallows it back up and just kicks about as a normal cat again. Yeah. Right. Okay, 80s, so, is that what 80s, 80s 
fucking Z movie cinema? Yes, that is science. That okay. can happen. Right. So as, long as, as long as the demon cat is slightly smaller than the big cat, conceivably it could be living in its belly. It's like Ace Ventura inside the rhino in the second Ace Ventura movie. That's what it's like. Right. <laughs> okay. If the outer cat is bigger than the inner cat, it can live inside. Right. Well, as long as you've explained Science. that. Science. Right. As long as you've explained that, I'm happy to go on. <laughs> um, however, you do get to see... Um, I've got another two laughing emoji faces. Cat puppet attacking the scientist from the sunroof of the car. Jeezo. <laughs> It's the cat puppet is obviously just like somebody with a hand puppet. This wee demon cat biting uh, the scientist inside the car. Every oh, time man. you see the cat, it changes shape and look and yeah. colour. <laughs> colour, yeah. <laughs> whether it's soaking wet or whether it's fucking fuck knows what it is. But well, then, so you're putting the emoji faces every time you're laughing or just every time you think sun's daft? Every time I think something's daft or I'm flabbergasted, I think is, is kind of how it's, how it's going. Flabbergasted like you're enjoying it, or flabbergasted like you are outraged that you're watching this film? I'll um, I'll wait and see what my, my rating was when I get to the end to remember if I liked it or not. Have you forgot your rating? Yeah. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now we get to meet our two um, young girls, well, like their 20s, but these, these are the kind of main group of people we're going to follow but what the fuck are they lassies wearing they've turned up on which I believe is like Miami something like that it's like South Florida or something they've turned up on holiday they've booked no accommodation they've wore skimpy tiny wee outfits and just rocked up into the fanciest hotel they could find to try and get somewhere to stay which is just nonsense and say go a fucking hostel and pay fucking two dollars whatever it would be back then to stay somewhere and party don't get into this fucking fancy hotel wear nothing you know your clothes are ripped they're wearing that because it's Miami, it's spring break, it's the 80s, and that is exactly what Miami is like at spring break. Not in that hotel, they? Aye, not in that hotel, but there's, I can imagine there's big hotels in Miami where there's skimpy little uh, college male and female students getting into big hotels to try and nab themselves some fucking rich cash. Like the old man that, that pairs on that, them? Yes. Exactly like that. The Hugh Hefner situation as well. <laughs> so this old this old man is obviously spying these two lassies getting knocked back for the reception and he uh, shouts to them, uh, let them in, they're with me. It's like, uh, and he says, <laughs> like Come on you in. are definitely going to rape someone later. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and then at this point, right, so this is the point, this is the thing, right, at this point, these girls can say, no thank you, we're getting kicked out and leave. Alright? Yeah. Now, would is it would do you know what I don't think I'm going to finish that sentence <laughs> what was it going to be no because you won't cut it out <laughs> I might cut it out well I was just going to base it on the fact of another uh, um, fictional character not of my own thoughts at all um, Dennis from It's Always Sunny when he talks about the implication now they don't obviously know they're going on a boat at this point however they accept to go to dinner with this old rich man do you think they have at least one of them has accepted I mean to suck a dick for this and is happy <laughs> with that now obviously she should never be forced to do it or pressured into doing something she doesn't want to do it, and that is that is definite she should she, she's no means no but I mean that doesn't that, I mean if somebody's happy to do it if both parties are consenting then I think in a, right? 
Yeah, I think in 80s movies, obviously, it was just that way before female empowerment and the kind of, like, that all that shit started happening, that people were just like, well, if a woman's on screen, she's obviously only there for eye candy, so tits out, and yeah, because they're, they're, they're basing it on the, or they're aiming it at the male fantasies, so they're aiming it at guys going, well, maybe if I was a rich guy, like eh, these girls would just hang about me for my money. It's it's something that does happen. So, but we can't see it happens because then you're admitting it happens. So, yeah, I mean, you wrong. should you should admit it happens. And you should admit that it's wrong. But is, don't it, it change I mean, something. Is, is it wrong, right? If if a if a super duper rich Hugh Hefner millionaire, right, an old man, knows that these lassies are going to dinner with him and whatever else just because he's rich and they are just going to dinner with him and whatever else because he's rich if both parties are no and aware of this then is it wrong? No. Well then. Scott you're only like fucking 35 you don't need to worry about this shit. <laughs> oh man if I could be a millionaire I would just say <laughs> not I just, I just, I've um, <laughs> Obviously, my they don't need to have money. Clearly, <laughs> um, I just need to do a hell of a lot of housework for the very points, which I have not done today. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, so he takes them to dinner in this hotel, and they're still dressed in these like bikinis and t-shirts that they've ripped to bits. And this is like a nice, fancy hotel and a fancy dinner. See, not just recently, there was a fight on a cruise ship because somebody dressed up as a clown for formal night. I tell you what, I'd kick off if these two lasses rocked up to dinner and they were eating in there when I'm suited up and making an effort. <laughs> Hold on, somebody just dressed up as a clown and they all went mental. <laughs> they went fucking mental. Like, they properly had to, like, had to get, go into port and get the polis and all that in and got arrested like 20 folk. Like, mental. Throwing the, the buffy about all the place. And... What? Obviously, just a joke. Who cares? Just to just ignore the one guy sitting dressed as a clown if it upsets you. I don't, I don't know what he did or who he angered, but yeah, they, they went mental. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, right, and so I forget what happens. I think they've they've, they've killed somebody. Or they've done something illegal and they're trying to get away with it. I think they definitely have killed somebody because one of the guys goes, I'm small potatoes, I'll go to jail. <laughs> I don't think they've killed anybody yet. They're not just discussing that they're, uh, they've got to get to the Cayman Islands for so they can get their money out of the bank and disappear before they go to jail. Because they've done drugs or something. They've done something yeah. else illegal already. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? It really is, it's fucking really hard to get to the Caymans. Could you tried? Yeah. Lauren's brother, brother lives over there and it is expensive and difficult there's no direct flights but then I'm not trying to get it to there from Miami if I try to get it from Miami it's very easy alright uh, so yeah you yeah, see the briefcase where they've got a million dollars in each of the briefcases yeah do you think you can fit a million dollars into a briefcase that size yeah well it depends how big the bills are it's actually okay. I don't know I've not, how many how many paper monies is a million dollars I researched, don't worry, I have all the figures right here. So a hundred dollars. Yeah, a hundred <laughs> sorry. So a hundred dollars weighs zero point eight grams and okay. one million dollars is ten thousand bills. Right? 
Right. So one million dollars and a hundred like denominations. Hundred dollar bills. Wait, yes, wait. So you need ten thousand one hundred dollar bills. Yes. So it weighs eight kilos, which yeah, is in American yeah. seventeen pounds. Right, that's fine. I've been lifting that um, the dumbbells in the gym, so I could do that. And a small briefcase could easily hold it. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? I, I give this movie credit because I would. I think they've said it's a million dollars in each because they know. Unlike a lot of other 80s films where it's like, oh, what's in the briefcase? Oh, it's a billion dollars. No way. No way you're fitting a billion dollars in a briefcase. This movie has thought about the science again. How many um, how many notes would you need for a billion dollars? I, I don't know. I never, I've, I've not pre-worked that one out and there's no way I'm doing that in the top of my head. You could, like, Scrooge McDuck with a billion dollars worth of notes, probably, couldn't you? Yeah. I don't I don't know the verb to Scrooge McDuck. So. You know how he's in his vault and swims in all his money? Although he doesn't coins, which is pretty impossible and sore. Yeah, it would be quite heavy. Quite hard to get through. It would you stink as well. You American Beauty and just um, change the rose petals for $100 bills. Yeah. Money's like 80% old cocaine, so I wouldn't want that all rubbing on my body. Yeah, you don't know who else has been touching it if you're rubbing it on your dick. Although, if you rubbed the money on your dick and then went to the shop, would you like a wee slice of mail and blah? I know that's been. <laughs> or does that make you a sexual pervert? No, wait a minute. Take that back as well. And, you know what? I don't know. Uh, I'm not even makes you a sexual. <laughs> it makes you a sexual pervert, but only because as you're laughing, there's a guy right at the opposite side of the door from you who's laughing because he just touched that note with his dick before he got to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a big dick chain. It's like, it's like taking money. Like, uh, metal money like sometimes I put it in my mouth and I'm like oh man that was a daft thing to do oh that's disgusting like not like ate it or anything like just like held it in my mouth like between my lips why? you don't get hands maybe, I, maybe I'm doing something with my hands <laughs> put the money in your pocket then <laughs> yeah <laughs> so this is when they kill somebody right? yes and it's such a messy way to kill somebody that it's very very loud and your hitman is getting fucking soaking too yeah. You know, it's like just shoot him, stab him or something. It's a, it's a very, uh, it's probably the worst way to kill somebody if you're out in a boat. Because how would you imagine the best way to kill somebody in a boat would be throw them overboard? In this film, they drown them in a little paddling pool in the back of the boat, <laughs> so they then still have to dispose of the body after they've already drowned them, <laughs> which is just way more effort than just fucking them overboard and leaving them. Yeah. What they do do in this movie all the way through is they pronounce Caribbean wrong. How do they pronounce it? That daft American way. Caribbean. Car- Caribbean. But are they wrong for pronouncing it like that or are we wrong for pronouncing it Caribbean? Uh, no, because I think that's how you put the pronounce it, is it not? Caribbean, th- man! No? <laughs> that's, I think that sounds legit. Caribbean, man! Nah, I think so. See? So, but that, but you could still be saying Caribbean. Oh. Caribbean man, that's that's Arabian. <laughs> no, what? Well, there was a the C. <laughs> anyway, I think we're teetering on the edge here. Okay. Um. So they get on. So they've been. So the, the guy has invited these two lassies to come on the boat. Now, basically, the he's decided to bring them on the boat because they think that that will be a cover story if anybody looks in the Coast Guard or whatever looks at them and says, why are these guys selling the Cayman Islands? Oh, they've got two young like lassies. They've got their, they've got their granddaughters with them is what it would look like. But no, they're, um, they've got two lassies with them. They're just having a good time out in the ocean because I think that's a better cover story. But 
unbeknownst to the billionaires, the two lassies, invite three guys who, as far as we know, they didn't know up until they've just talked to them on the deck to come to the boat with them. Yeah. And the guys are like, aye, fair enough, that'll be good. Let's go. And then they just go and get on the boat. See if I... See if... See if somebody said to me, I, come on, we're going on this, this millionaire's boat. Oh, right, how do you know him? Oh, we just met him yesterday. All right, okay. I'd be like, do you know what? I'm not going to go on there. <laughs> do you not think? I know, I definitely wouldn't extend such a kind invitation to these random guys I didn't know immediately. We're like, oh, this old guy wants us in his boat. Would you all like to come? The old guy doesn't want that. He's not going to bone on in front of everyone else. And it's it's also like then they do address this in the movie, which is which is absolutely fine and actually quite good. It gets at some points because they do say he is telling the guys to fuck off. You don't you know you know cock block me, mate. And then uh, they're like, oh shit, the coast guard's already coming for us or some nonsense like that. We need to go right now, so they don't have any time to get off the boat and leave. And they manage to convince them, saying that you don't have a crew, but we can help. We can do crew stuff or whatever. It's alright, fair enough. Yeah, which is actually more dangerous than anything that, that happens in this film because if you don't know how to steer a ship or a yacht you should not be going to sea with it yeah this 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 is the doomed voyage regardless of what happens this yeah. even, even there wasn't even a demon cat on board this is just uh, be doomed anyway for the fact that the crews are fucking all liabilities the, the, everyone's blood is on the hands of the boys that said they could steer the ship yes they are the criminals and they are the villains and that's not the poor little cat well, the cat has been. The cat was in a like a, a box outside on the on the the deck, and one of the lassies found it, picked it up and cuddled it, and decided I'm taking this cat. I don't see anything wrong with that because if I found a box in the street that a cat and I would take that cat too. All right. Even if um, somebody owned that box, <laughs> even if somebody was sitting with the box playing with their own cat, I would take that cat. A cat thief. Yeah. The, cat um, burglar, Scott. Guy, cat burglar. Cat burglar. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the guy. There's a guy in the, in this movie who has been in other other movies. I forget his name. George he's, Kennedy. George Kennedy, and he's got a line that goes, "Those broads are a pain in the ass. All broads are a pain in the ass." <laughs> I just thought that's yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, so we we get to find out that the cat's nice to some people. It just sporadically nice or whatever. Like, why is why is, is the lassie able to pick it up and cuddle it, and it's absolutely fine? But everybody else turns into a demon cat and scans them. Just like a normal cat. Cats either like you or don't like you. So, hmm. Boris likes some people, and Boris doesn't like other people. Just like humans. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, right, other question is, why do these girls want to bring the young guys on the boat with them when they could just bang the old man and get bot hunters or stuff at the same time? It's not a bad looking old fella. And I probably fear that uh, it goes beyond just banging the old man, but and he's like sexually aggressive. He's going to rape them. Yes, he's, he's yes. The, he's obviously going to rape them. Yeah. yeah, so the young boys are there as protection, even though none of them could do anything because they all look like fucking wimps. Yeah. Uh, so there, there is now a scene between the old man and the captain of the ship, who is also a young twenty-something lassie. Uh, there is no emotion in that scene whatsoever of the captain, and I was finding out that the girl's dad used to own the ship, and all she has, to, but all she has to do is, um, <laughs> she's she's working for him because he's telling her that she'll he'll eventually give her the boat back. But all she has to do to get it back is suck his dick. <laughs> would, would you suck a dick for a boat? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Like for a yacht, it wasn't actually that nice a yacht though. Is it? Is, is it a better yacht than what you currently have? Yes. Then you suck that dick. <laughs> when you? Would you? you, say, like, so oh, you my house, where did you get this boat from? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. No, but I I sucked a dick for it. They're like, what? Somebody just gave you a yacht for sucking a dick? Yep. And now I've got a taste for it. Watch out. I'm going to end up with loads of yachts. (laughs) I'm going to have a whole fucking marina all just by sucking dick. Would you? And do you know what? You probably could as well. I'd call it Dick Bay Marina. (laughs) And that... (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. If people, there's a Duck Bay Marina just outside Glasgow, so that's why I found that particularly tickling. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, would you suck a dick for a yacht? Can I I store my yacht in uh, Dick Bay Marina? (laughs) Yeah, of course we can. Yeah, sweet. I'll do it, yeah. Yeah. See? Cool. (laughs) There's a lot to be said for... Fucking slinging and sucking dick, man. <laughs> um, so, uh, George Kennedy gets another line. I don't like you. And I don't like punk kids that think the world owes them a favour. Like, I can relate so much with Mr Harvey in this movie. I wish you had did your beginning rant and George say George Kennedy's voice. Because <laughs> that is exactly how I heard you in my head when you started going off about kids and... Punk kids, and, I said punk kids, that would have been fun. <laughs> Whatever else you were going on about. Um, the, so, there, obviously, there, there's kind of cheap lines in this movie. They, they say pussy quite a lot, which is obviously there's, there's a demon cat, but it also means vagina. <laughs> um, because pretty much straight away, so the cat got a fright for the engine and it spat out another demon cat as if it's like, no, I, no I'm pissed off now that the engine started up. I'm going to eat someday. Mm-hmm. It's like gremlins don't get them wet, don't feed them after midnight. Demon cats don't get them angry. Yeah, right. Now, one of the guys has seen the demon cat, throwing a demon cat, and he had a bottle. So the cat's spitting out a demon cat, and he just breaks the bottle and then just stares at the cat. Why didn't he just club the cat with a full bottle? Because stabbing's always better than clubbing. You can get back up after a clubbing. Sometimes you don't get back up after a stabbing. Yeah, but that can also work both ways as well. Hmm. Uh, there are decent practical effects for the bite wounds. Yeah, they're but, done. They're done quite nice. Yeah, quite but, a, a, amateur, but still, still decent. Yeah, but then the question is: so this guy gets bit, right? What he does is he screams and then falls off the ship. Why would you not just like put your hand through the wound and try and sort yourself? Obviously, we find it later on that that wouldn't have helped anything because it's an infected bite, but he just screams and just falls off the ship. I'd much rather die on the boat and then get my body chucked off than be bleeding for the neck, infected and drowning all at the same time. Yeah. I agree. Good. Just <laughs> getting a couple of notes here because they are rubbish and I've said them already, but the next scene I have... What exactly is that workout that she's doing? I don't actually remember the workout. The girl, one of the girl, the girl who didn't pick up the cat, she's in a like an eighties swimsuit or a workout attire, leotard, or doing a workout. It's not a workout. It's it's barely even like moving. It's it's worse than the dance moves for PCs last week. <laughs> Look at you! You've been to the gym for a week, which 
granted, is incredible, <laughs> and I am amazed and impressed by you. Uh, and you think you can just start judging other people's workouts? Baby, I'm amazed by you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't can because it's like remember when Mister Motivator used to be on the TV in the morning and people would go up and like move about a wee bit in the house yeah. and then wonder why they were still fat bastards. It's because these shape workouts don't work. Uh, see, growing up, it was only recently I learned the difference between Mr. Motivator and Mr. Muscle. Because uh, <laughs> growing up, I was always so confused. Every time I seen Mr. Motivator, I was like, ah, why is the guy that uh, advertises the furniture polish on TV? <laughs> and every time I'd hear the jingle for Mr. Muscle, I think it was Mr. Motivator coming on. Just hearing it in the background, I was always so confused, and I didn't realise Mr. Motivator was an actual person. Yes, and he still is. Uh, is he still going? Yeah. Sometimes. Like, sometimes he stay talks a wee bit on the telly, but not as often as he used to. He's maybe not as, not as motivated. No, he's not, he's, he's not as motivated now. He's lost some of his <laughs> motivation. Um, so, this movie, it's about time uh, he got rapey. This is when the old guy comes in during her workout and tries to rape her. Yeah. Um... And this is when one of the guys that they took on the boat, or in fact, two of the guys, I think, come in to find, or one of the guys certainly comes in, and he goes to try and uh, stop what's happening. I've written that the fight scene was incredible. <laughs> um, I don't particularly remember it, but I've also written not as incredible as the puppet cat scene after he bites his ankle. The puppet cat scene, this is the scene. <laughs> this is the scene of the film. <laughs> Where it's that big, mad, fucking bug-eyed, like, a bagpuss type cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes no sense. Zero <laughs> sense. Fuck knows, man. But so, right? I think because he started fighting the old guy, who apparently is beating these these young men up. Who? How? Don't you say they look like wimps earlier on? But they could at least batter the old man, surely. Nah, uh, George, George Kennedy's quite a big guy, man. He could. Guys, well, George Kennedy comes in with the gun, obviously, and shoots him. Shoots the young boy in the arm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's him that gets bit. He gets bit in the ankle. Yeah, uh, yeah, because he's on the couch screaming. I think it's supposed to even look like it's bit through the bone, like his leg bones and his leg bones sticking out and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's, like, is it not like the Achilles' bit? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. <laughs> um, now the old man, I forget what the name is. Not not George Kennedy, the other, the rapey man. He. Uh, Walter. He gets up and he's Walter. He's now I think threatening the captain of the ship, the young lassie, and um, the the dick sucking is now off the table. He's like, "Get me the Caymans," and she's like, "This boat doesn't run because it's a pile of shite. You haven't up, kept it up to date. You've no put an MOT on it, and it won't drive. It's overheating. Get me the Caymans." And then he pulls the gun in her, and he pulls off the phone off the wall so they can't call Mary. But it's like, how does it come off? It's like it's all it's it's clearly been pre-cut, which just to me that takes me out of the. Um, takes me out of the movie, daft wee things like that. Like, pull it off the wall and let me see you breaking something. Yeah. Like, if that's what takes you out of it, nothing to do with the <laughs> cat inside the cat. <laughs> but um, he'd also just be as well just shooting all the kids on the boat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's never got to be able to let them go. So just shoot them all the now. Be done, mate. Chuck them overboard. But you've then got a once you shoot one, the rest of them could run at you. So you need to find a way you can shoot them all at the same time. You need to get them all in a line. Um, yeah, you can once the boss flat up, you can just go about and shoot them one by one. However, mm. he is pointing the gun at somebody and then one of the kids sprays a fire extinguisher at him, which gives him such a fright that he drops the gun. 
That sounds like that one that one didn't convince you. No, no. But then then after that they do one of those um eighties tropes of just using like multiple scenes in a row without you know, doesn't matter so lines just get repeated. You can't let her, I'm sorry, you're right. You can't let her, I'm sorry, you're right. It's like fuck like just don't why repeat it? Who's watched this back in the editing process and thought, yeah, it's alright. The same person that for every single time the cat wails just presses the cat wheel button. Like, you see like the old soundboards you used to get? Yeah. They've got one cat wheel for this entire movie and at one point it double wheels. So it's like, wah, wah, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. It's just the same over and over and over. It's like, come on, surely there's stock cat wheels somewhere that you could put three or four different tones in and make the cat a wee bit more realistic. Because the puppet is not realistic at all. It is not. <laughs> um, so we get to see uh, George Kennedy's legs here. Now he's now got pulsating leg veins, but it's more like leg cables. That sounded like you're sexually excited that you get to see George Kennedy's legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's he's, it's clearly now showing that the, the cat bite could give you some kind of infection or some kind of um, disease or whatever. But I thought they were going to do like an alien cat chest burst, like he would then erupt it from a de- like a demon cat. But yeah. that didn't happen, he just died. And then, let me tell you, when they throw his body overboard, there is no way that those two guys could lift George Kennedy like that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially dead. Because you're always heavier when you, you're dead. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> science, um, man. The science yeah. in this film is spot on. Yep. Right. There's a demon cat on board. It has already killed someone that you're aware of. In fact, it's killed two people. Um, you, one of your friends has been shot. Yeah? Yep. Yep. What do you do? Eh. You're going to have sex, obviously. <laughs> why, 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 why wouldn't you? However, this movie is just pants on, no boobs. It's only a side boob. But why would you be banging? You'd spend the entire time looking for and watching out for the fucking demon poison cat that's about somewhere. But no, because you said it yourself, it's a doom, it was a doomed voyage before the cat even got on board. So why not just will yourself to death at sea, having sex with these young college students? I don't know, I think I would fight to the end. I'd be looking for that cat and I'd fucking drop kick it right overboard, man. I think the cat would get you. think so? Yeah, the cat would have got you at the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Now you get we get to see the, the guy they come in and they ask the guy who'd been shot, hey, "How's your arm? Better, but look, I've lost all feeling in my arm. I mean, mate, that is not better at all. That is fucking worse. That is trouble. This is what you're in right now." Uh, and, this, and then they, then they pull. Yeah, he's lost all feeling in his arm, so they pull off a sheet or something, and the demon cat's there eating his fingers off, chewing <laughs> his fingers off. How many uh, smiley emojis did you put next to that? No, uh, there's there was two next to that. <laughs> uh, but then we, we get more um, more repeated lines I got the poison in my blood Lance wait I got the poison in my blood Lance wait repeated lines also mm-hmm. calm the fuck down Lance cut your arm off first or just wait to die he jumps off the fucking boat as well like he just runs about and he just dives off the boat and he knocks one of the lasses off with him bastard I know what a prick do you think this whole movie is Possibly a metaphor for AIDS. 
Do the cat eat? that goes about and it like bites you, but it's your blood that seems to carry the disease. When they're saying it, it's in my blood, it's in my blood, and it was in the it was what eight eight. So it's like a few years after Live Aid. When was Live Aid? Eight six. Eighty five. Eighty five. So maybe this is a really is clever AIDS. science movie about AIDS. So they're just saying that back then it was like a proper death sentence. It was just that's it. Game over. Yeah, and just somebody obviously thought it would be hilarious that it's a pussy that gives you AIDS. Maybe <laughs> like just thought really See, yeah. dark sense of humour. Thought that's a starfish. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of any any animals that are nicknamed buttholes. <laughs> I don't think there are any. Blowfish? Good. Because it looks like the mouth of a blowfish once it's all puckered up. Maybe. I mean, there are quite a lot of descriptions for it and some of them just are on the nose and some of them are just gross, man. Balloon knot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that actually describes it perfectly. Didn't it? Oh. <laughs> Oh, move on, move on. Um, do you not think it's weird that we there's, there's just holes in your body that are open all the time, to an extent? And they're not really open all the time. I mean, they kind of are. Well, you're no, I suppose nostrils and ear holes. Yeah. But they have little hairs protecting. Your mouth protecting. hole. Your nipple holes are probably get holes in them. And and you, well, or your, your hair holes as well, but that's just getting pedantic. I bet hair holes filled with hair. And your nipple holes are like folded in on itself with skin. Yeah, so your 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 pee hole and your butt holes are kind of the same. They're kind of wrapped up, yeah. Technically open. They're not technically open. They're technically shut. It's um. <laughs> they're nipped. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, it's weird. They've <laughs> got holes in their body. Anyway, so um, Suzanne, she's the girl who's took the cat on board, and she says at this point, she says, "You said it was good luck to bring a cat on board, so this is your fault." major deflecting there but to be fair <laughs> she is she is kind of in shock so the guys just accept and say that yeah you're, you're right that's fine that's fine don't you take the blame for the people who have died i do love that about 80s films that they actually just totally make up superstitions <laughs> yeah it's always lucky to have a cat on board no i think that's real that's not real it is because you always take a cat on board because it eats the rats is that a thing yeah now I feel stupid because that actually sounds yeah that sounds totally legit and that yeah. I should know that and because the rats bring plague if they're plague rats they don't just bring it for like yeah I know but the people were thick back then pirate days they were stupid so it's better <laughs> it's easier just to take a cat on board than it is to test all the rats for plague before they get on the ship you call on Somali pirates sh- stupid fucking yes you try to start a flame war with Somali I'm pirates you think ever going anywhere near Somalia Probably hang about near the Cayman. What if you? What if? Do you know where the Cayman Islands are? Aye. What if you were going there and your plane got lost and you ended up near Somalia? I think if my plane got lost and ended up in Somalia, then I deserve to get to my pilot. So I'd forget to get on on a fucking plane flown by a fucking moron. <laughs> I can't believe you are turning this on to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh. So, let's see, where are we? Uh, yeah, so the shock has turned Suzanne Farrell. She's acting fucking weird and daft. Um, they shoot at the cat. There was some reasonable practical effects that burnt his guy's face off. It's quite good. 
Yep. Um, so this is when we find out that the demon cat climbs back inside of the main cat each time. Kind of like Bad Milo. Mm-hmm. But, so, what if the, what if the cat, say, just, just for talking sake, right, the demon cat erupted out and he managed to, like, jump onto a guy who was jumping onto that boat just as the boat was driving away. And then he's, like, he, the guy who's holding the demon cat as he's, like, struggling and it's biting him and it, it drives away from a... Uh, from port and then that guy dies but then how the how's the demon cat going to get back to its original cat body uh, i don't know scott <laughs> just check i mean i'm just just checking the science yeah um i could probably still sail it's it's capable of many things the demon cat hmm. it's took over a, a normal house cat and it's managed to kill big large humans so it could probably sail itself back to our cat body or sail itself to dry land and find a new cat. Do you think it could just like climb inside a new cat and then it would just be able to then live inside a new cat? I assume so, eh? Because how else did it get in the original cat? Unless it was birthed inside him and then it can't live without yeah, being inside was, him. Yeah, but I then... thought it was they were like one and the same. I thought it was like some part of the science experiment that it was that grew from inside the original cat, so it's not like it but just climbs into random cats. Let's not be hasty then and say that the science is wrong. Let's say that they, they've just overlooked the science for that particular part. And maybe that's still for scientists to discover. Okay. Okay. It's not wrong. I'll, yeah, I'll agree. <laughs> um So they've been they're now like the, the, the boat's fucked, it won't drive anywhere. Like half of them are dead. The uh the cat the demon cat's kicking about in the boat somewhere. And then somewhere, I don't know who, who says it, but someone's like, I'm starving to death. I'm like, calm down, fucking Captain Dramatic. They had about two hours ago, there was a whole big buffet that they were all fucking scranning like mental. Um, <laughs> you can't call him Captain Dramatic on a boat because Captain actually, like... Means something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it means something. It's the, the level of responsibility. You can't just throw Captain about willy-nilly. The, um, <laughs> I think it may have been Suzanne that was uh, saying she was starving to death because and my next note is, just let her eat it, man. Now she's painting her fucking toes. So it's like, this is, she's went completely shocked, man. She's completely lost it. And then somebody says, I think it's the old man. At least you're being consistent and being a dumb bitch. <laughs> um, now, what, it's, it's, she fights, it's like crumbs of food. They don't have any food. Now, is the food get contaminated or something? Is that what's happened? Or they don't have any food left? They don't have any food left. Um... So she's she finds some crumbs of food and eats them as if they're a full roast chicken. <laughs> but then this is when we find out the food is poisoned and it gave her cable veins as well. Yep. And it's when her neck all kind of swells up huge and then just sprays we spray like the starts to come out our body holes, you know? So they're like the hair holes, if they're swelled enough, the blood just pisses through them. Yeah. It's again, it's quite well done. Amateurish, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks alright. The the demon cat, though, right? So the demon cat comes back, and it, it this is when it kills Walter. But it should be about the size of a rat, because it's from inside a normal-sized cat. But when it kills Walter, it's about the size of a dog. I bet. Have you seen those main coon cats? No. They're huge. They're like fucking small Labradors. Is that the kind of cat it is, though? The science isn't wrong, Scott. They've maybe just overlooked <laughs> the breed of cat. Okay. It could still live inside a big cat. But no, the cat that is in the movies like a fucking I don't know what it is, but no, it's not a mean coon. But let's just see that somebody picked the wrong cat at the casting couch. Yeah. 
Okay, I don't want to know what happens. Do animals have casting couches? Uh, yes, yeah. You think that's like a little monkey from Ace Ventura, that like you had to go in and get pumped off some big Harvey Weinstein monkey before it was allowed to be in the movie? I think it's probably more so the handlers would get pumped off Harvey Weinstein than um, the actual animals having to do the sex, but I mean... That, I guess. Totally, that totally changes Marley and me. <laughs> it's went from a sad tearjerker to a dark, dark little film. It is a dark, dark film. <laughs> uh, so this cat is not freaked out by water. We find this out because I think we're down to the last two. Uh, two young, I think it's the kind of the, the third wheel boy and the captain. They managed. Mm-hmm. They kind of hit it off, and uh, so they're the last two left, and they're trying to escape on the dinghy. But why? Why the fuck is it now stormy? It's like the stormiest night you've ever seen in your whole entire life out of nowhere. Yeah. And they jump on the dinghy. The water in the dinghy is on. It's clearly like four feet deep, and the boat that they show you sinking is clearly a toy boat. Now I get it. <laughs> they're not going to sink a real boat, but it just looks fucking. Yeah. <laughs> they spent all their budget in the big cat puppet. Hey, yeah. Did you also recognise who Third Wheel Guy is? Um, I, I, did I look this up? Remind me. He's the main guy from Demon Wind. No, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> he's the, the main guy that has to go to the cabin to, because his family or whatever the fuck the story is in Demon <laughs> Wind. Uh, it's him. See, it's a Quite BF- a prolific actor in these amazing 80s films. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> prolific is definitely the word I would use. <laughs> Now, at this point, uh, these two characters think they're having a strange, happy ending that they think they're having. Um, I love everything about this ending. <laughs> puppet, puppet attack cat comes back. And they, now, how did they, how did they, how did they, it uses the suitcase as a float. And it's just floating in the water. And it looks fucking so daft. But it, it's they keep trying to kick it off the dinghy and it keeps coming back and she says that it's going to keep coming back unless it's got something or if we're the only thing it can float on it will keep coming back so then he takes one of the suitcases or briefcases sorry and throws it to the cat so the cat has something to float on and floats away <laughs> that's right <laughs> it's like no the cat is going to keep coming back because it wants to kill you yeah. not because it just wants a wee boat but, but they, then that's. Did they not <laughs> empty the million dollars out the briefcase before they yes. throw it at them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the wee cat floats away on the briefcase. The wee cat, the cat floats away and lands on a beach somewhere. It's a scene very reminiscent of the end scene of Titanic, just as emotional, <laughs> yeah. just just as well filmed. Yeah. Our two guys, our two characters get left. They get picked up by like the Cayman police or whatever, and they've managed to say everybody died. Uh, I think they just did they make up a story and just say like they fell off overboard or something or did they say the demon cat? Either way, they get to walk out with their bag full of money. <laughs> Maybe that works. That's how it works in the Cayman Islands because that's where all the bank the banks are that rich people have their money. It so. is exactly how it works in the Caymans. It is very corrupt. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, and then yeah, so then we see a beach, and this is where the the cat has floated up on a beach and gets found by a wee boy. Now, the cat is now a black cat. So the demon's obviously floated away in getting out the body of an R cat. Which is the question you had earlier on. So you think this was happened? Yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> uh, so then that's when it stops. It just freeze frames on the wee boy picking the cat up. 
for a sequel. For a sequel <laughs> to Uninvited. Oh, man. That movie would be Uninvited. <laughs> Come on, there's... Think of it right before you before you uh, summarize it all. Mm-hmm. Give us your conclusion. How many smiley emojis are on your notepaper? Right there now? was uh, five. Five in a movie that lasted what, like eighty minutes, eighty-five minutes. That's yeah. quite good. But I, right, you okay. know, I don't know if that works for a whole movie. Those particular like small scenes were like made me go haha, but. It's the overall movie that you look at, and that is where my final summation will come from. You right? <laughs> okay. Absolute nonsense. <laughs> Daft storyline, terrible acting, so-so practical effects, no science for the, the evil cat whatsoever, bonkers daft. Not an awful time watching it, but I don't think I'll give it a rewatch. I don't know what else to say. Evil cats, poison, rapey billionaires, and a happy ending of sorts. Two and a half wet pussies out of five. Two and a half? Two and a half. Oh, come on, give it a three. Middle of the road stuff. Middle of the road would be three! How can you not get that? No, what's what's half a five? Two and a half, but that's <laughs> not middle of the road. <laughs> that's not middle of the road. It's a three would be middle of the road. Two and a half is that you didn't really like it. You did quite like it. You thought it was alright. That's a three. Uh, give it a three no I'm going to stick with the two and a half no go on just give it a three I'm afraid I no I don't change stop being a wee dick just give it a three no I can't right you're not allowed in Dick Bay Marina (laughs) oh what give it a three I'll uh, I can't no I can't I can't I can't it's my integrity I can't give it a three you lost your integrity a long time ago give it a three I know I can't two and a half that's my which way did you give it three <laughs> it was daft. I came across it on, on Amazon. I was like, "Yeah, let's see what this is like." I love cats. A killer cat could be fun. Watched it and I, I laughed at kind of all the same bits you did. The the practical effects are decent enough and funny. Uh, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad we picked it, but I probably wouldn't race to watch it again anytime soon. Yeah, but. Just the same as all these other kind of daft films. If you were in sitting with your pals and thinking, what's well, just a daft, stupid film we can put on and laugh at, then you could go worse than Uninvited. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Give it a three then. No, I'm sticking with the two and a half. Yeah, you also stick where your fucking boat is some shitey port. Having to suck <laughs> a dick for a wee shite boat and not being allowed in Dick Bay Marina. <laughs> They're going to feel like such a loser. <laughs> uh, so we'll take a short break just now and then we'll be back to close out the show. Don't you want to get caught up on your household chores? No, I just want to dance all night. Don't you want to change your oil or wax your floors? No, I just want to dance all night. You need to pay some bills, don't the cap box need a refill? Your kitchen's still an absolute fright. No way, Jose, I've been working all day and I just want to dance all night. So, have you been watching anything else other than amazing films from Amazon Prime? I have watched a few movies. I watched, um, let me think, which ones will I talk about in this episode? I watched 
await further instructions. How is that? Uh, it's okay. It starts off all right. It's got a kind of good premise in terms of the scientific uh, experiment of the human condition in terms of if you're told instructions by what you believe to be uh, a f- like somebody who's in charge, will you? how far will you follow them? Um, how, when will you question authority? But it kind of shits the bed at the end and it gets a bit nonsense. Um, so I think I gave it that a two and a half out of five as well. It was all right. It's worth it. If you've got time, stick it on. I also watched a movie that's on Sky Cinema just now called The Habit. Or Habit. Right. I don't know if it's The Habit, just Habit. And uh, it's it's actually quite good. It's a kind of horror thriller uh, set in a massage parlour. or Pretty much it's a brothel. They just got massage parlours in the UK because brothels are illegal, I believe. <laughs> um, so it's set, in a, it's set in a massage parlour and it's uh, it's got a kind of good kind of horror twist as it goes on. The only downside of it is that that Roxanne Pallet from Emmerdale, the one that went on to Celebrate Big Brother and exposes herself has been a fucking nutcase. She's oh, in yeah. it. She's a shite actress. She's the only thing that brings it down. But other than that, it, it was quite good. Are they still casting her in the things? It's quite indie. It's quite low budget, I think. So, yeah, she did get picked up. However, it also stars one of the girls who's now been in Coronation Street for quite a while. So it might have sat on a shelf for a good couple of years. Mm. Yeah, no, but it's, it's worth it. She's, she's only a small part in it. She's one of the prostitutes. Um, so it's fitting for no, her. <laughs> that's actually what I was thinking you soon as she is in real life if, but, if anybody if anybody listened who didn't see the UK Celebrity Big Brother this girl uh, was walked past a, a soap actor from a different soap from the UK who they had a very light jokey boxing couple of kid on punches when he tapped her in the arm very lightly we're all watching it and then she walks out and then she because in the next room and says, I can't believe it, Ryan just punched me. And then made this whole big deal that he actually thumped her to the point where he was like, you know, th- thought he was getting portrayed as like a woman beater. They thought she's making out that he battled her. And everybody watched it. It didn't happen to the point that Big Brother pulls her out and said, you are a lying piece of shit. You will get, you know, just quite clearly, you're the one that will get prosecuted here if, if it goes that way. You're out because you're a nutcase. And she got sacked for Emmerdale and she cried on her social medias to try and say that she didn't mean it and all the rest of it, but fucking personal heart disorder, tension I'm, seeker. I'm raging that you've shoehorned fucking Big Brother in again <laughs> as well, but also I let that go because we do have to explain why we're being mean to her, but I am so surprised that she's still getting cast because she is fucking Satan. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like I say, I might have sat on a shelf for a couple of years, I'm not sure. But uh, it's worth a watch. I, I thought it was quite good. And it's quite a good wee kind of interesting wee twist. They don't delve as deep into um, what happens in it as I would particularly like. However, it is quite fun. Cool. Anything else? Um, there's another couple of movies that I've watched, but I think I'll save them for another episode. Because yep. now I'm back to work, I might not have a chance to watch a lot of movies anymore. I think I'm going to ruin one of them for you because you posted about it and raved about it and I watched it, Spider-Man and the multiverse Oh yeah, yeah Yeah, I watched that as well, that movie is fucking excellent It is, isn't it? It's so good It's really good, and do you know what, like, um, on the Facebook post that I put up about it um, my cousin Mark could say like, threw up a fact about it, I don't know if you read it that um, Peter Parker that basically, like this premise, obviously, if it, people know, it's like multiple universes. So, what I believe to be is our Peter Parker, the one that we've been watching 
our whole lives. That's the one that the fat one, the old one that comes in. Does that make sense? Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. comes. So he comes from our universe into Miles Morales' universe. But Mark said that the the frame rate for Peter Parker is faster than it is for Miles it's at the beginning because Peter Parker's more fluid because he is Spider-Man, whereas Miles is still trying to learn it, so he's like more clumsy and he's not as fast. Yeah. There's wee details like that. I thought, That's, that makes it actually pretty, yeah. pretty cool. The, the animation was stunning. All yeah. that, like, the first maybe five, ten minutes, I, I didn't know if I was keen on it. It looked a bit too urban kid graffiti yeah. for me but then quite quickly after that I was totally swung hey, hey <laughs> by it and I loved it and then uh, Nicolas so, Cage was in it as well which I didn't realise when I started watching yeah. and Peter Porker Spider-Ham <laughs> excellent excellent yeah uh, definitely, and definitely that's watch. in the UK it's on Sky Cinema just now yep yeah Sky Anytime so check that out yes yep Definitely. Yeah. And other that. than that, I have been just trying to run through Quentin Tarantino before the new one comes out. So I'm at Kill Bill. So I'll watch Kill Bill 2 later and might try and squeeze in Glorious Bastards before Is the this, new one. Do these just all rewatches? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, not for the, of course not for the first time. I just, because you know what, Quentin Tarantino was, was always one of those directors that I thought everybody fucking wants to kiss his ass. And I'm like, yeah, his movies are alright. No, I'm sorry, his movies are fucking excellent. Some of them are uh, alright. Out of everyone, I've not put any of them less than five, unless I have, in which really? case I'm lying. Yeah, so far I'm I like think I, might, I can't remember what I gave. I don't think I gave... I may have gave Django a uh, four and a half. Mm, no. But Jackie Brown's else? the only one that uh, I've not, not, I didn't really enjoy, but I've actually still... In fact, fuck, I skipped that. I went straight to Kill Bill. Uh, I need to go back and watch that, because I've not seen it since I first bought it. And it's probably the only one of his films that I've never, I've not watched like a, a dozen times, or half a dozen times. So I need to go back and watch that. But everything else, a fucking five star. The Hateful Eight is the greatest movie ever made. Hateful Eight's good, yeah. It's not just good; it's incredible. And Kill Bill, do you know what Kill Bill? I've always loved, but I always thought that there was issues with it until I watched it again last night, and I was like, "There's no issues with that. That movie's fucking amazing, perfect." Aye, I mean, they're alright. They're not, they're not alright. You deliberately try to wind me up now. No, I just, I just never, I think it's because I took the stance straight away when people were, like, loving them, gushing on them, that I just went, well, you know what, I'm going to hate them then. And I've never really got over that, with, even though that I, I do enjoy his movies, I don't, like, I don't, I don't care for them, you know what I mean? They're not, like... Yeah, but there's usually a reason people are gushing over someone, it's because they are to be gushed over. They're doing yeah. something gushable. I know, but th- it, sometimes that's the case and sometimes it's not. I mean, there's plenty of music that people gush over and I'm like, ah, I don't really enjoy that at all. Aye, but Tarantino's different. Anyway, I've been watching them. So, that's it. Are you doing much this week? I am... What am I doing? I'm going to the gym tomorrow again. I'll get up early. I don't need to get up tomorrow because Lauren's off, but I will get up and go to the gym. Impressive. And... Then I'm back to work. I'm only back for three days, three shifts, so, and then I'm off for a week again, so that's pretty cool. That's not bad. What about yourself? Uh, I am working. I'm going to see the new Tarantino film. When is it actually out, like officially? Uh, I'm going to see it tomorrow, and I think I, I would assume it's out tomorrow night. Friday, at least. Thursday. Like yeah. officially everywhere. 
I'm going to see a 35 mil screen, which will make no difference because I'll, I'll not be able to tell. Well, I'm not going to say. Would you, would you be able to tell a difference? See people who fucking kiss the ass of that kind of stuff as well. I'm like, you can't tell a difference. Aye, I'm sure. No, I'm sure there will be an obvious difference, but will I know it? Will I see it? Probably not. And will it make it any more enjoyable? No, because it's going to be fucking amazing anyway, no matter how you watch it. I think it looks like it could be all right. It looks like it'll be like every other Tarantino film, Scott. Fucking five out of five. <laughs> uh, but that's it. And then going to see The Cure on Friday. Nice. They better fucking play Love Cats this time. It'll be like when I went to see Eels and they never played the movie I was waiting for. The song <laughs> that I was waiting for. I they do that. They do this kind of stuff on purpose. No, but The Cure played a fucking anniversary massive gig at Hyde Park. You think Gavit's right? Play all your favourites. Play all the best. Is it? Didn't play off kits. Have I asked this before? Is it a, a single? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a single or a B side. Sure, it was a single. But they should be playing it because it's Love Cats. That's amazing. And if they don't play it, I'll be really upset that I've seen The Cure twice and never heard Love Cats live. Well, why don't you. Uh, they'll probably just ignore you, wouldn't they? Well, why not shout at them? Aye, no, email them. Get in touch with them. Phone uh, right. Robert Smith up and say, can I play it? Can I go and play Love Cats? That's the right don't name, get... it? I, did, I got that right, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Good. Uh, I, was yeah, Robert, I, I was going to say Robert Plant, and I was like, that's not right, that's not right. I wish you'd say it just so we could end with just me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's good because we now get to finish the episode on Love Cats. I love getting that in. I think we've done that before, have we not? But yeah, know, probably. But yeah. I'm not fucking playing Mysteries Beautiful Blues, no matter how many times you <laughs> shoe on the eels into things. What about um, what's Lucky Day in Hell? What is that? That's no, what's yeah, the one that we scream. We probably played the end of the scream episode if we didn't play Nick Cave. We probably played Nick well, Cave. We played Nick Cave. Right, anyway, we can decide this off off mic. Uh, so yeah, the t-shirts have started to arrive. If you're in the UK, you have it now. As we've seen on Instagram, where we see Duncan's dick, Barry's <laughs> dick. Uh, I noticed that uh, I noticed that Duncan changed the uh, like put a wee filter on the one that went up publicly <laughs> you can't really make out his dick on that one <laughs> but you can definitely make his dick out in the one he messages this privately yep. and that's the one that'll go in the uh, the collage uh, and Martin and Matt both actually kept their clothes on which is fine as well it's yep. okay you don't just have to pose just in your t-shirt but it helps us get sales if you want to if you want to pose in your t-shirt with highly any clothes on then you can send it PM us DMs slide <laughs> that into your DMs we don't mind guys have your wangs swinging about if you want no, po- Chris, post it publicly uh, don't post it in our DMs because then people are literally sending us nudes privately put it publicly don't send us anything that you wouldn't post publicly that's a good way to live your life <laughs> and we should note uh, that Chris also sent us a picture of him wearing oh, the t-shirt looking sexy as fuck with a nuded man in the picture so he did I, I forgot about the nudie man I got so excited I was like oh shit uh, so yeah so if a t-shirt arrives and you've not sent us a picture fucking send us a picture and show us what you're doing with your stickers as well. Barry put one in his iPad, eh, iPod today. It looked cool as fuck. It did look cool as fuck. Eh, and if you're in the States, you'll get it. It's forthwith. 
it'll arrive in the next few days. So send us pictures of you wearing the the lovely, lovely t-shirt that we have hand-printed with love and care. You don't know what's in the ink. <laughs> it's jizz. Yes, that was, that was, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> it's just loads Steven and loads of jizz. <laughs> So anyway. Don't look too closely at the print now. So if you want to get yourself a t-shirt, jump on over to scotlandleanversesevil.com forward slash merch or just go on the main page and navigate it from there. Uh, anything else, Scott? Just if you want to find us online and join in with the chats that we're having with people about movies, about shit about random nonsense find us on facebook search scotland Liam versus evil facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash scotland Liam versus evil get us on twitter at scotland Liam versus get us on instagram at scotland Liam versus evil and we are on flick chat so if you type i think it's flick podcast into your app store or wherever you get your apps and the code you're searching for is just scott which is obviously because i am the king and the best <laughs> I'm still so angry that that is the join code. <laughs> uh, but yeah, come join us and do things. And if not, then just continue to listen to us wherever you're listening to us. Uh, every play count uh, helps and makes us feel good about ourselves. We enjoy the validation. If it's not likes, it's play count. So thanks very much for listening. And if you are listening just now um, on a, on your device, please just take two seconds of your day, jump in, rate us the five stars, and. You don't need to leave a comment or a review, but if you can, that'd be great. It helps out the show and it makes us feel really good about ourselves. So, thank you. And we'll see you guys for episode 107, which is Scott's pick. Woo! Bye. See ya.